scabies <laughs> scabies speaking of that speaking of scabies um and we were talking about peru and my uh my family and uh when my uncle came back from peru he brought my aunt uh a poncho and the poncho ended up being uh infested with scabies oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. dude that sucks <laughs> it's so bad now i'm getting itchy thinking about it yeah oh that's that's horrible. Yeah, no one wants haunted clothing. It's like I don't get clothes from Goodwill and shit anywhere. Everything's haunted. I used to go buy women's lingerie as birthday gifts from secondhand clothing stores. <laughs> I can't believe they even sell those things. Well, dude. they didn't. They do. They sell stuff at police auctions. <laughs> so you get an evidence bag and a pair of young ladies' Ew, bra and underwear. They're all stiff still. Well, uh, there's blood on them. They're oh. evidence from a murder. <laughs> so I like to give women a haunted underground. Hey, Jason Rouse here on the uh, Safe Word podcast. Uh, Bones Eye, aka Adrian. I want. I keep wanting to say Carvasos. Car I Carvasos. Yeah, yeah, no Carbonzier. What'd you call me? Later? Carvasos. Yeah, it's Carvasos. Yeah. But is it sound silly? Because I'm trying to emulate the way you say it, but that's not how I would say that written word, Cavazos. I, oh, oh, oh. It sounded good oh. there. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Cavazos. Um, <laughs> so, or, or Bonesai. Bonesai. <laughs> uh, that's your Instagram handle. Yeah, and yeah. you should, people out there who uh, watch comedy online, uh, has probably seen a lot of this guy's work uh, over the last, what, eight, nine months? Yeah, pretty much Both that. nine months, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 it's actually, that's crazy how long it's been. It's flying by. Well, let's talk about what happened years previous to your uh, uh, relationship with the local comedy community here okay. in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, you it, moved. You're not from Texas. No, I mean, I was I was born in Chicago. Um, yeah. Didn't live there too long to, in order. Well, you were you born? 92. 92? Fuck. Yeah. I was... It, the worst place in my life in 92. But go ahead. You were born <laughs> that year that I was trying to get Wild out of terrorism. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was trying to get out of uh, not being a menace to society. Yeah. Born in 92 in Chicago, but the wind, uh, city's so windy, it fucking it blew me out with my family. So yeah. we, we were getting a house built over here, apparently. So Father born in Chicago? No, everybody was actually born South Texas. I'm oh. the only one that was born in Chicago, and my sister would, you know, 
as we were growing up, you're, you're, you're adopted, this, and I kind of believed it for a while. I was like, <laughs> we found you behind uh, the McDonald's by a trash can. And I was like, oh, it's sweet. You know, the, the, yeah. the fucking nuggets are baller there. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so 92 went, moved back to South Texas, grew up in South Texas, and uh, went to high school Did and everything you move there. To- was this a family move? Or were yeah, you just yeah. At an age, you're like, I'm out of this town. I'm going um, my back family, to the motherland. They moved there. Um, I happened to just be born, and like the time of the house was, our house was getting moved or built or something yeah. was happening, and just the timing worked. Transition. So they're like, yeah, I lived there maybe like a year, I guess, a yeah. year or two, and then you know, baby pictures in the, in the snow and shit, and then uh, you know went back to South Texas and then finished out you know, my entire. Academic, academic career. career, even throughout, even yeah, graduated college there and everything. What too. college? Because I always love to hear what people did after high school to see how much money and time they pissed away in a degree that never really applied to anything that they pursued. In yeah, life. no, it's a complete waste of time. I actually, <laughs> after high school, I I was going to college for a bit. I was studying mechanical engineering for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, that's your math. I I mean, I was. I went up to Cal three, but asked me to do some shit now. And yeah. I don't know how to do anything no. now, but, uh, I, I dropped out for about five years. Um, I, I didn't want to do school anymore. I was actually making more money doing my side hustles and shit. What are you 17? I was about, so no, no, no. By that time I was like already 22, okay. something like that. Great time to go and just run in any direction. Yeah. You can't usually at that age, Wherever you are is pretty much the shittiest place that you're going to be. Yeah. And then you start to have these revelations of like, you well, know what? I need to get the fuck out. It sounds all fine and dandy, but I actually decided to move away from my hometown because I was I was a heavy drinker, bro. Like, yeah, heavy to where my I was in jail constantly. And like, <laughs> yeah, it started getting That's pretty called rough. bragging on my show. Uh, in jail. I'm not trying to brag. No, but, no, 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 no. People, people are like, yeah, good okay, for so you. They, yeah, they like hero. it. Yeah, no, I was actually, you know, doing some bad <laughs> shit for a bit, um, and I had to write a letter to the judge saying, like, uh, if I end up move, if I move out of South Texas, um, you know, where am I going to go? I, I decided to go to New Braunfels. I decided it was this a nice What's New Braunfels. New Braunfels is a really, it's a German town, uh, about an hour south of Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, right before you hit San Antonio, it's in New Braunfels over there. And I had visited some friends um, just over the summer. You know, that's where you go tubing and just fucking drink and hang out. Yeah, I missed that this summer. Yeah. I really wanted to You're do not that. missing too much. The tubing, it's kind of a fratty Yeah, thing, it's right? more, if you're a drinker, by yeah. all means, go for it. But I'll, I'll explain my journey through there and how what I learned about the tubing and shit as I go yeah. on. So I, I decided, like, I think New Braunfels would be a good place for me to kind of just uh like a clean slate you know a german town in texas well i didn't know it was german until i moved there i was my, my buddy was like yeah bro come over it's cool we smoke weed and hang out i'm like dude it sounds cool you know i'll go it smells and like sausage around so check this out Sour yeah i didn't even know it was yeah. like the whole sausage thing worst fest and all <laughs> yeah, i had yeah. no idea before and before i moved there so um i was allowed to move to new braunfels because i was on probation and uh, they they got all my stuff rearranged to where my new probation officer was a, a different county and all those yeah. things and they uh, I I got really lucky because I was on probation for a year and they were just like if you fuck up one time you're going back to South Texas and we're gonna book you, yeah. you know, I had some like aggravated assault charge against me and it was long story short it wasn't my fault but sure that's what was against me and I had nothing else to do but to get like 
my year of probation fulfilled um, with like things attached to it, like community service, fucking like 26 AA meetings, all these anger management meetings piled up, just yeah. meeting after meeting after meeting. So they want you to submit. And probably it sounds like for your own good. Yeah, yeah, like you know. They, you got the screws from the man. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, the it, ex, you know, it's a sink or swim situation. They're pretty much telling you. Like, it really is, man. You, you're gonna, we know how these roads. It was a mental game for me. Yeah. It was like, like, how bad do you want to fucking finish this? You know, you're telling me you got to do a year and, I, and I'm done. And like, all right. Like, they gave me six months at first because I was on deferred education. I think it's what it's called, which is like behave for six months and it's all clean. And I, that's when I ended up getting a PI. I didn't take it seriously the What's first a time. What's public intoxication uh, i was just out there fucking yeah 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 trying to get in the store that's closed i'm like yeah why yeah. don't you open yeah, yeah and then the Playing, cops fucking show yeah. up um so while going through that journey in new Braunfels, i was sober for a year by not by choice i mean it was like i have to be sober you know <laughs> but uh like because i was taking like piss tests and all that shit almost like once or twice a month you know randomly but um, during that journey of my year of probation, I needed to work. So New Braunfels was a kind of an expensive town to live. I was living with two roommates, but rent was still about 500. So I was like, how am I going to get that? You know, and um, I was working about two or three jobs for about a whole year straight. Like mm -hmm. it was trying like to get ahead. trying to get ahead, dude, yeah. like working like Sears in the morning. And I was the only one who spoke Spanish in that town. <laughs> and I, I realized that after oh, so you kind of were a commodity. Yeah. I mean, right? to, to Sears, like yeah, unfortunately yeah. just to that company. But like, <clears throat> um, I, I learned, I quickly learned like after I, I applied at every fucking place possible. I was on a bicycle for Spanish. It's very, I mean, I'm fluent. I, okay. I understand it more than I speak it, but I mean, I can, I can, can sell a car to Sears. somebody. Yeah, yeah. I, I can fucking sling some refrigerators <laughs> to some people. So like, I mean, working all these like mediocre jobs for a while. Um, I live in New Braunfels, New Braunfels for about five years and um, I was driving down the highway one day and I saw a sign that said taxidermy and I was like, oh, that kind of looks cool i've kind of know about it all yeah. i know is like there's dead animals so i pulled over and um picked up an application and the application for the job was honestly like can you draw a deer and i was like are you serious so i fucking sketched one out really quick and they told me to come back the next day and that's kind of what started my taxidermy journey so um a year in new Braunfels of just working slinging refrigerators and then i started skinning dead animals for about five years did you have a background in hunting or the uh, anatomy or any of the uh like when i was younger my uncle shot a rabbit and like threw it on the ground and was like skin it and i was yeah. like, okay and then like you know in high school i <laughs> shot a few pigs and like yeah. ended up i was always for some reason man anytime i was in a situation where there was a dead animal present i was the one in charge for some reason even like I remember our, the first time I had, was encountered with a dead animal was uh, our dog got ran over. Ooh. We're coming home from school and we had Fuck. a, we had in our front yard is about an acre <laughs> at South Texas. And I was like, uh, maybe like in third grade, you know, my mom's driving, my sister's in the passenger seat and I was in the back just fucking poking my nose and eating my boogers. And we're going in, and I remember looking over, and I'm like, a Fluffy. And that's exactly what we the named him. The dog's name was Fluffy. Yeah, yeah. The so Fluff, made up. Fluffy's <laughs> fucking running up, and Fluffy's fucking running so gracefully, and it was beautiful. And my mom just kept driving, and then <laughs> crunch. 
and she stopped and was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, Adrian, check if Fluffy's okay. And I was like, okay. Opened the door, and when I leaned over to look under the tire, fucking crushed, bro. He was done skis. Fluffy was not so fluffy anymore. Fluffy was flatty. Fluffy was flatty, yeah, <laughs> dude. Aww. So my mom was parked on top of the car the entire time, and then my dad had to come get it off. We shoveled it. You know, that was my first experience with dead animals, like I'm saying. But any, I've always been comfortable around it. So going to this, um, going to the taxidermy job was actually really easy. Like they threw me into the skinning room was what they labeled it as as like the first week i have like, one of those here <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> this is where we were like eating beef jerky earlier well, right this is me yeah <laughs> um yeah so i guess as an initiation for this that company that i used to work for um they threw you in some like here skin this and i was just in there just you know i knew how to sharpen a knife i knew my way around shit i mean it's like it's pretty common sense you know mm-hmm. um within with working with that company for about five years i was able to learn so much on my own to be honest because they would always just give me stuff and i just figure it out yeah um i would go on youtube and try to do shit but there there wasn't anything on how to skin no man that was gonna be my next thing i was like yeah you literally can see a 14 year old person go look they've been this is their whole channel yeah step by step now it's more available now it's more a little bit more accepted now like when i started this journey almost eight or nine years ago it was so limited to where like the taxidermist Instagram uh, connected everybody. Yeah, bro. It's, it's now amazing. It's got like, um, how do you have a million followers and all you're doing is Fox? Yeah. Honestly, I, I'm in connects with a lot of people just mm-hmm. because of Instagram. It's, it's helped out so much, but when I had started, there wasn't anything. So it was a lot of self-taught, but even then, you know, even watching a video, how to do it doesn't really teach you unless you're really holding it because like yeah. every deer for example would be different so much brain surgery just from youtube videos (laughs) it's not working did jared come by over here and get any of that done or i have planning uh to to taser him like frankenstein's Uh, monster yeah that it's like a therapy that they use for like a shock therapy he might like that (laughs) yes he's he's told me he's into a little bit of like Beatings. Some B. Oh, I thought you were BDSM. gonna say some BDSM yeah, kind totally. of shit. Oh, so yeah. he likes to get spanked around. He likes to get uh, like beat with baseball bats and oh. shit on. Hey, yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> you're, you're, we've got a guest in studio tonight, and he's he's crying. Yeah, he's like I'm too high for this shit, and I can't get past the lights. I think he's crying because he's out of popcorn. We're gonna get some popcorn for you, Tim. He's just been nibbling on his nails at this point. He's like, your nah, your brother's in studio. Did he see the dog get run over? He wasn't born yet. No, he wasn't no. even in the picture at yeah. this time, man. Yeah. So, um, that that taxidermy, fluffy. yeah, yeah, fluffy. That the was animals. the first dead one. Now, I saw one of your early works, which was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Like was, no, the coyote at the oh house. Oh my god, that dude. thing is maybe the best thing I've seen. Honestly, that one. His face is on sideways. Yeah, I have. I've had so many stuffed animals in my house. Like, remember when I, it jumped? Yeah, bro. It yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I've had so many. Like, I've had alligators and elephant jaw and all kinds yeah. of crazy, just wacky things in there. Mm. That coyote has been the one that scared me the most. Yeah. every single time. Yeah. I forget that I have it in a in a spare bedroom, and I walk in and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! Like, what is that thing? Yeah, and and I think because it, it's not, it doesn't have a mean snarl to it. It's just kind of like, oh, 
maybe this is a real it looks yeah, real it's, and it's, it's fluffy too it's in it's that fluffy. between it's of like, like is it a coyote it's a coyote yeah <laughs> i wish i would have brought it with me i'll bring it next time it on the table. yeah that thing is a mess bro <laughs> yeah it was uh i watched jared like mindlessly just pet it yeah, I think it, a whole, it kept him yeah. at ease the whole time, you know? Yeah, we were all, he was comfortable. I mean, that couch we were sitting on wasn't the biggest, but mm-hmm. I had Robbie here keeping me warm. Robbie's 350 pounds of Canadian bullshit. Canadian mushle. Mush, did you see his mushle. ice jump in the water? <laughs> that was awesome, bro. I fucking hit him up immediately, and I was like, I, I was impressed, man. He didn't hesitate. I would be screaming. I'd be like... I yeah. would do it, but, but you, you, yelling helps. I think sometimes, like, you must have seen a Chicago winter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> we, Canadians like to get naked and jump into the water constantly. The best part were the tie dye underwears, and then he turned around yeah, and it was like size small, full on crack. And yeah. I was like, all right, he's gonna go in, and there's gonna just be an icicle turd that just kind of just drifts yeah. off, Titanic style. No ass flat no ass <laughs> isn't that crazy you yeah a grown man with he had his ass was all parked in the front he had to, if he shit out his belly button and shaved a happy face in the back of his head he'd be a better looking guy <laughs> <laughs> the tie-dye underwears helped though i was i hit that like yeah. shit it was like like yeah yeah hey, it was I'm awesome bro for him. it's probably the most active thing his heart has done in probably a number of years well that's been i would have been seeing a lot on instagram is like uh a lot of those cold bath therapy things i mm. forgot what the correct terminology is and that shit but getting that rush cold to the plunge, blood yeah cold plunge yeah. i mean yeah what that shit is i'm actually really considering like getting one of those little buckets and just getting some ice from the corner store every now and then your bathtub you just go in and get six bags of ice, pour it all in your bathtub. My bathtub that I'm renting fucking small. sucks. Yeah, I'm renting can, right now. Can you it, get it up to like? No, you, dude, it's weak as okay. fuck. I tried taking a bath in it with some Epsom salt and shit, and like as soon as the water got to like a couple inches, I got in and. Next, I mean, time I need to just hit LA, up the landlord, but and oh, you're in dude. an Airbnb. Go look at we there want the yeah. fucking the old iron tub, and um. I hate the cold, but I do enjoy shocking my system to a degree. And I remember numerous times when I was a kid where I'd fall through the ice and, oh, get, shit. and get, oh, you know, almost frostbite. Trying wow, to get, that's but immediately, scary as fuck. I, I think it, your body goes into a kind a shock. of shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But your nose would start running, which meant to me that all the inflammation in my body was starting to coagulate and being yeah e- ejected. Your body starts to freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I grew up. Uh, and well, like high school I did a lot of swimming, so like water, okay. I'm a water baby. Yeah, I can swim like a motherfucker. My brother's like that. Yeah, slow as dog shit on land. Yeah, he I hate my running, brother bro. in the water, dude. He's, he's I'm a fucking fish. I'm gone. Yeah, which was actually pretty cool in New Braunfels. I got to a point where like tubing was really ridiculous. Like you just full of sunburn and just drunk people. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even pull up with the tube. I'd just show up with my goggles, and uh, every time people flip over. I just find treasure, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got paid. That. I mean, every summer I was finding Yeti cups and Oakleys and Ray-Bans yeah. and Maui, like all kinds of Maui gyms, all kinds of cool glasses. And like Craigslist and uh, Facebook Marketplace, was that was my job for a long time, bro. Just flipping trash. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is 
city folk they, they never go to the the nature and yeah. they get all dressed up yeah they take their they good the shit with them yeah you know yeah, they yeah. think they're at a nightclub down the river dude you're not and you're yeah. just there and going with sand. you sift it out with the bag uh like I, a, a, no in new Braunfels was a freshwater lake so it was like a lot of just streams but it all just pool it up. calms down at a, at a yeah. certain point you know so like and there's a bottleneck on the ground yeah do we floor. we found so many cool things in there i mean like bags of like one time we found a little bag with cash in it like 200 bucks cash and it had algae all over it had been there for a while okay but those are the benefits of like learning how to swim like against the current in like nine feet of water in in a lake you know like you just push past those things that's scary it's terrifying whenever you're doing taxidermy and somebody brings in an alligator gar have you ever seen one of those things an alligator gar an alligator gar yeah those things are well known here especially in in new Braunfels. man they love them there do they bring them in alive no they they bow fish these things um you can mostly just that's the only way you can kill these fucking things they have this plate of armor around them the the biggest one that i've personally like full body mounted like for skin mouth open um was about nine feet bro i'm not even kidding uh, alligator they're they're in fresh and salt water these things are like they can they're hybrids um so they have like an alligator snout really long and pointy um and then they drift off into just like a long fish yeah what do you mean? No four legs? No legs. They have like little, little, like small little fins, like I'm like the size of my hand. Like the fin is about this big and they just, they swim like snakes. They're, I need to show you some pictures of this shit, dude. What do they taste like? Uh, really fucking good. Okay. That yeah. makes it okay. Yeah. Woo! They're like, as if you have to know how to skin them too. So I, I've like mass fish type of thing. No, it's like, it's like the purest fucking like chicken. Like it's right. really risk. They're just a chunk of muscles. What they are. There's no like dinosaur loin. Meat. Yeah. Basically dinosaur meat though, bro. Like, mm-hmm. um, the, the first one that I skinned was a pregnant, it was a female and it had two huge sacks of just <laughs> eggs. And I was just like, how many of these things are in this fucking world? Cause they're yeah. ridiculous, bro. Yeah, like, there's there's a lot of things that when you see face to face on this planet, it's like fuck. Yeah, and especially the like that's what I love most about the taxidermy thing. I've seen most animals inside and out, like, and yeah. I know how they smell, and I know unfortunately how they taste and shit. I sound been... like you're talking about my ex. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> she's been skinned. <laughs> oh man, it's just like it's wild. I, I fucking love it though, dude. Um. But like I haven't been doing much taxidermy since I lived in Austin. Um, well, you got to pick up another gig. Yeah, we well, should get to that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You, you moved to Austin what year? Um, two years ago. Actually, the year then when COVID hit. Okay. Um, yeah, it was my birthday, March seventh, and then COVID hit like two weeks after that. So like just shut down completely. You were only living here for a, a year couple, and a half before I, was living, I got here. When yeah, I got yeah, here. Yeah, when you got mid-December. here. December. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kill Tony would have started around uh, February? Something like that. March? Yeah. You know, honestly, I had... Dude, well, you, you were in the Antones all the time. Yeah, Antones is where I started out at. Um, I think it was like episode 503 or 4. That just goes to show you how many shows that you've been to because yeah. you know the, the the numbers. Yeah, I mean, when this thing started, man, I treated it like a job, man. It's like it's a I dedicated myself just to go to the shows, to go to every single show. I don't do stand up. I don't yeah. bother, you know. Any, I just kind of hang around in the shadows. I'm a fly in the wall, but 
um until you being there up yeah i just like i don't know just something clicked one day man you know i was watching kill tony and i saw a few comics bust out their cell phones and um i was like you know what if i made something that would like be beneficial for the show and the person and me you know just for everybody like you know i because i was actually just really bored at the time i wasn't um, ever since COVID hit, I was I have a bachelor's degree, and I was uh, I was actually teaching my first year in Austin. I was an elementary teacher. What? <laughs> yeah, so was I, I? Oh shit! No, no, I did <laughs> I did do a co-op in a, a kindergarten class for a couple of years at a local uh, school. Oh shit! Yeah, but you were all set up to. Yeah, be a I was teacher. Yeah, I was actually already teaching. It was a really cool school, man. I was a Spanish and art teacher. And That's like, fun. And uh, I was only allowed to speak to the kids in Spanish and French. Uh-huh. I don't know a fucking word in French, but the lady yeah, was really. like, I'll teach you. It'll be fine. Don't worry. And um, that lasted like uh, at least two weeks. And then that's when the whole shutdown just happened. So Thank I re- fuck, right? Yeah, dude. I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to revert back to my art and try to just sell some stuff on Marketplace and Craigslist and Etsy. And I mean, all these fucking sites that I just have. And uh-huh. So start sin- pumping yeah anything out. anything yeah anything. I was I was wood carving paper mache art you know yeah. jewelry anything that had to do with taxidermy really though um I was really fucking hitting um I kind of like create my own jobs always like I that's don't, why you still have one I I hate everyone the fucking, lost their jobs I yeah it's so when that happened I was like well what do I gotta do yeah so I I did, when my my main job here since I've been in Austin um was uh taxidermy restoration bro so i created that whole like a a, i created like a company for myself that uh like when these these mounts that i had you know stuffed and hung up on people's walls when they fall down they break there's nobody that can fix that shit like no those are a lot of them are family heirlooms yeah mostly family heirlooms yeah and you tell them oh the ear broke and most people are like well you're fucked so um i figured out a way to fix a lot of shit dude and there was a town. I mean, there was a town. There was this place here in Austin, Texas, and it was for uh, the longest time, dude. Like the past twenty years, like thirty years, it was voted like the number one place to visit. They had the most amount of taxidermy that you can just walk in and buy anything. This place was over on um, I can compl- I forgot the name of the road, but it's not even that far from here. Um, but the, this dude, all he did was just resell antique taxidermy. So I walked in, tried to get a job told him what I can do. I can fix your stuff and we can do these world auctions that he does. And that paid my bills for about a year. And then, um, I very niche. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome, man. I was getting, I mean, I wasn't getting paid much. I think he hired me. It was like 13 an hour and I was like, fuck it. You know, I got a job. My, like everybody else is on lockdown and I, this is, I was driving on my way to work and there'd be no cars, dude. Like, yeah, I was so scared. I didn't have that little paper that was necessary. I wasn't like a, a necessary person, like a yeah. mechanic or ambulance or first responder. Fireman. Kind of. I was yeah. just fixing dead animals, you know, just <laughs> fucking. Um, so for, for a while, it started slowing down. Um, I, I started eating a lot of mushrooms and taking some LSD while at work. Like this is how slow <laughs> it was getting. So I was listening. I'd be in my studio just like just just a little nibble of this would be fine. Yeah. And then, like, catch me 30 minutes later, and I ate the whole fucking tab, dude. And I'm in there, like, talking to shit. And I'm yeah. just like, you know, something was kind of just telling me, you're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. I fought that shit for about two weeks, bro. And I was just like, ugh. 
I'm going to quit. John, which which was the guy's name, RIP, and I'll tell you what happened in a bit. But um, I, I just, one day, I was fucking, I was zoned out. And I was like, John, I, I'm, I'm going to quit. I'm, I have my ride outside. I'm leaving. And it was like a really hard on thing. On the spot. On the spot. And okay. it was really hard for me to do because like, he was giving me money. It was paying my bills. I did have food, you know, like, yep. but I just wasn't supposed to be there. About a week later, dude, this dude wraps his truck around a pole going 90 miles an hour. He drove and uh, drinking and driving. He drank a lot. Okay. But he <laughs> was coming home from another one of his partner's house. Who I used to always go with him, dude. We'd yeah. just drive. He drove his huge fucking truck, like a something I don't even know yeah, what it is. Yeah. A giant diesel truck. Yeah. And we'd we'd come back with trailers loaded of just lions, tigers, and bears, and, <laughs> and dude, seriously crazy shit. Yeah. And he'd buy these things for like a hundred bucks a pop, and we'd flip them for like twenty k. His wow. business was not hurting at all. Wow. And um, he got a little too comfortable. Slept one night, wrapped around a pole, and I I went to the funeral, saw the fucking accident site, and the side of the car that hit was the passenger side, bro. And I was like, I would have been sitting in yeah. that seat if I would have stayed there. Most so, definitely. Yeah, man, it gave me chills. And did you taxidermy him? We tried. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> him holding open his own coffin. Yeah, no, it was like it was weird, man. Uh, I mean, I paid my respects, went back. John yeah. was, I, I mean, I lived in the dude's house for a while. Sure. He was, it was like a Sunday. Did that you a suit. solid? Yeah. He did you a solid? Did me a solid, and I mean. He's still up there doing his thing, but what I mean, it was wild. But uh, after that stopped, um, I literally was kind of just at home playing drums, like and just doing nothing. Yeah. You know, I don't just like I don't want to go work at Starbucks or I don't want to get a nine to five bullshit. Like no. I have a degree, but I don't want to work anywhere. And uh, one day I was just kind of like, maybe I can try some leather work. You know, I'd never really, you know, I'd, I'd never done it, dude. Yeah. So uh, I went to a local leather store, bought a slab uh, of just like some veg tan is what they call it. It's like the cheapest grade. And I just started cutting and hammering and tooling. And that's what it's called is just tooling. It's all just with your hands, man. Um, And that just kind of just made me feel at ease, dude. I would... As soon as so I you're touched, only doing that for a couple months, and then the kill Tony. You're yeah. sitting in the audience. Go well. Well, I was sitting at home on my couch. I hadn't. I didn't even know Kill Tony was in Austin. I had no idea. But you dude. knew. How did you find out about the show? Just from my roommate. Was my roommate was. Yeah, my roommate was always watching it. I'm in and out, but I never really watched it. You yeah, know, yeah. I was just like, "What you doing?" And then I leave. I, you know, I got like ADD, so I'd be doing this, doing that, mm-hmm. going over here. Um, so when I sat on the couch on episode 500, I think Joe Rogan was, um, a guest on that, on that spot. And there was a, a wallet company that gave out a gift. Yes. Uh, I remember Ridge, that. I think yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ridge wallet. Ridge wallet gave out. A, and that's, that's, I turned to my, my roommate and I was like, bro, I'm doing some leather work. What if I make leather wallets? You know, and that's when my, my mm-hmm. wheel started turning. So then that, I started watching the same episode and David Lucas went up there with his phone. Everybody just kept using their phone. And that's when I was like, instead no of a leather, yeah, exactly. Like, let's take it old school. Every, everybody knows a comedian with his little notebook. They all got notebooks. They all got, like, yeah. any and of the personally for attention. me, if I needed to remember anything important, dude, I write it down on my hand. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Fuck the notes on my phone. I just, on my hand, just works the best. Um, so that's where I was like, let me make some books. Mm. Um, I... I took a reach and i messaged the uh the kill tony podcast on instagram not knowing you know like i just fucking sent a message out to the universe i'm like 
this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make five books for your show. Is mm-hmm. it cool? And dude, within an hour or two, I got a response and I was so fucking fired up. This was like, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, like Jared, when he was on stage, like yeah, pinch me yeah, yeah, yeah. because I was like, how is it that they're actually responding? Like, am I, is this a joke? Yeah, like, is yeah, this yeah, a yeah. fake profile? Yeah. Like what's happening? So they told me come next Monday and let's see these books. I started fucking just figuring out what to do, man. And like, did you start off with the Kill Tony logo? Because you've been using the gun. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, it's that's kind of like the, the, the reoccurring. Yeah, theme just on them. the two guns with the microphone. Yeah. Um, I just thought that that would work best. Like, you know, Texas it's style totally, with some leather. It's on, it's yeah. on, on point. That sure. one has been like my only design that I do for the Kill Tony. Um, but, you know, the journey that I've done for these books have been wild, man. I, I don't make a single book the same. You know, every yeah. piece of leather is. Snowflakes. Um, yeah, yeah, they're, they're all not, everyone's no, different. Yeah, man, they all have like a little crease here. This one has like a a burn mark from here. Like you got to remember, like every single of those books used to be roaming on these earth or on this earth, eating the grass and shitting on the floor. And like that book was alive at one yeah. point. It, it kind of still is after it gets in my fucking hands. Well, you know? you've also literally have your blood, sweat, and tears on it. I'm sure you cut Definitely. your hand a couple of times. Oh, have uh, you more slip? than oh, so the the sharp part is like the fucking needle, dude. When I'm sewing these pages in every now you know and then, the machine you don't do you I, all by hand. I hand sew. I bought a machine because <laughs> I, t- I looked at the stitching. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a sewing machine. I dude, I bought a fucking sewing machine. Uh, this was like my first month of finishing Kill Tony. So I went to three back to back and I was like, my hands were fucking hurting. You know, mm-hmm. I do five books a show and they, they add up, you know. And um, I was like, I'm going to buy one. It was like almost $1,400, dude. So I saved up some money, fucking bought this machine. It worked for like two weeks and then it fucking broke. What, the machine broke? Yeah, dude. It The, the needle wasn't sharp enough and it bent. And uh, it, there's so many... like things on these sewing machines and i had no idea when i started that sewing machines were just sewing's hard dude i didn't know so by hand or machine by hand definitely yeah um did you by any so did by any chance did you see that skull that i made for tony the yeah yeah yeah, the 3d that one's all hand sewn too yeah that yeah that one's got because you over 800 hours yeah that one's got a little bit of time in it Go check that out on the that one's Instagram. on my Instagram page. Yeah, that and I I sell those too. I can do any design on the front, you know, or just the name, just plain, you know. Just let me know. Yeah. I actually did make something for you. Uh oh. Here you oh, go. Oh shit! I made you a custom little ah, book, bro. Nice. <laughs> you gotta bust it out. Look at how crazy. <laughs> That's just something. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate no, it. No, no problem. Yeah. No problem. That's cool. Yeah. This shit. Uh, it just lasts forever. Like this is a simple design that's been around probably how many hundred years? You know, yeah. Leather. Just as soon as it's closed, thing, yeah. you know, just let yeah. it rest. And when it's open, man, that thing is just free game to do whatever Thank you, you want it's with. Right on brand. That's great. I love it. Fuck, I don't know how you get it in to texturize it so close like <laughs> that. But that's exactly as my uh, my. That's yeah. That's logo. your logo. Yeah, everything's that's spot on, on, bro. That's you crazy. Painted that red ball and everything. When are you gonna start making like? women's high-end uh shoes like cobbler start making cobbler some kill tony boots speaking of shoes man boots cowboy boots while i was in la 
um you went this in? this past like week uh no that I, boot store by the comedy store no i linked no. up with this dude in san antonio okay um, he actually makes shoes already for comics and shit. i really wish i would remember his name to throw out his hash his, his tag right now but um he makes handmade shoes he for makes comedians he, he, all like, dress shoes no they're nikes and all fucking skaters really? and shit dude you i will get in contact with oh, this please. guy like, so I, I I messaged him the same the same way I did for Tony, you know, like hey, just like throw. people don't know that it works, man. Just if you just format go. your message the correctly and not just be like sending dick pics all day or something, it just be just be a fucking real person. Just yeah. ask, like, and sometimes it, you get denied. Yeah, you know, uh, most times, but most like times. that shit never stops me though. Like if if there's an option to send a message, I'm gonna do it, and I'm also not gonna harass anybody. But like, of course, um, since the Kill Tony thing started, one thing I've noticed that every person who like orders from me, they're always like, "You respond so fast, thank you so much," and I'm like. Now wow, you, you got to think about like you know whenever I want something from someone, it fucking takes months, dude. Yeah. Like I get these books out fast no. for people, man. I just anything I, I can do for these people is just it. It helps me. You're doing more, sixty of these books a month. You were saying these past two months. Average, so the first sixty, the first well, that November was about forty five, and then December was about fifty five, sixty books, dude. All custom and Kill Tony that I sold. How, together, long, how long the little ones take? About ten the, hours. The little ones are Probably my about favorite. Ten hours, right? No, dude, the little baby ones take me in like stiff. twenty minutes, dude. Okay. Like, like pow, pow, pow. You literally got like a a punch now that just cuts the leather square. No, I I or, cut every. I yeah. trace it. Um, there's a whole process well, that I do. We're, we're gonna show that process at the end of this episode. We're gonna put some music on it, and we're gonna show it during the episode, yeah. so people can actually see. The, whole, the actual process, the end. yeah, because I can I can talk about it all day, and I, yeah. I I get questions all day at the Vulcan too, like how'd you do it, and this, and it's Those just people like, are high on cocaine. They never listen to me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like I usually just fucking just smoking weed, just chilling, but yeah, um, yeah it's kind of it's hard to explain, but it's it's just done with these two things right here, you know, just with my hands and uh, honestly, just, you and also, um, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh shit! Yeah. Do you know he's a cobbler? No, I didn't know. When that. he's off, no, he makes fucking shoes in Ireland, dude. I need to see those. You shoes need to check. They're it probably out. fucking. I think, if I remember correctly, there's a documentary about him as a cobbler. It has nothing to do with his film career. The dude, guy. I need to see that. He shit. checks out. I heard when he did Lincoln, that he lived like fucking Lincoln for months in this fucking tool shed with outhouse. The whole yeah. deal. I love that kind I, of commitment. Sorry, we got I, off yeah, 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 yeah. Shoemakers. <laughs> I, I maybe I like. I like I'm a shoe guy at, now, dude. I, I like looking at handmade footwear. Anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hand handcrafted items are the shit, dude. I think this is part of way all this kind of like, you know, uh, entrepreneurial, uh, like Etsy. We, we were talking about earlier. I yeah. had no idea that must be a, a major business for a lot of people. Yeah, it, Etsy's wild. You know, like. It, Props to everybody who fucking does it, but uh, I mean, just like every artist, like I, I critique people's shit hardcore, and most Etsy stuff, dude, is is bullshit. Well, like they flooded it. Yeah, there's so it. much just they bullshit. Flooded. Like I'm a taxidermist, and all you're doing is like fucking gluing a tooth to a yeah. picture frame. Like, yeah. where'd you harvest that tooth from? You know, yeah. like that, that's the that's another thing. Like every every piece of work that I do that has to do with taxidermy, like. I make sure it either starts from like in the blood and guts and, and then I finish my work because mm -hmm. like 
it's just I don't I don't take full credit for you know just picking something up and just saying it's what it is. But you know when trends get accelerated by uh, attention or hype that you get the the vultures come yeah, in. Yeah, they get the vomit. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I follow a lot of uh, a lot a couple of very uh, um, old school BMX uh, um, social media Instagram and the amount of. Um, scams that people are trying to resell old bmx bikes for and the yeah. markups and all the scam uh that they're doing with fake stuff it's horrible and man a lot of kids are getting ripped off yeah on the regular it's a real big time and there's really no recovery you no. just paypal someone out and you're and done you're yeah. done you know dude speaking of that man i actually just finished settling this claim um i sold some taxidermy pieces to this uh it's a steak the steakhouse in uh norway they contacted me, uh, you know, this is last year, actually. They contacted me the first time and they asked for 10 Longhorn, just like... A steakhouse in Norway? A steakhouse in Norway. We should go. They actually, I mean, I don't know if they're going to want me there now, but we can still fucking go. Let's just pull up, <laughs> you know. Um, and I'll tell you why they hate me now. But uh, the first time I mailed 10 of them and they got there, everything's fine. You know, payments were settled. The second time they ordered like 20 or 30 from me. Um, so shipping was a lot more. Shipping ended up being about like two to three thousand dollars yeah so i contacted them hey i'm here at the store you ready sure just fucking send it so i sent the stuff and i ended up forking out i'm almost like it was like four grand almost mm -hmm. five grand um the the boxes made it to norway everything's fine everything made it it's just been sitting in customs for over a month no one with i hadn't gotten paid dude for that long and i'd contact the people it's calling for the steakhouse. This is Did bonsai. Did they have paperwork saying it was being held? Yeah. So it was on transit, but they didn't want yeah. to pay until it showed yeah. up. Yeah, but I'd call the lady and I'd be like, hi, I just got a, I got a call from customs and they're telling me um, that like I have to show up. But now that I told them that I, I don't live in yeah. Norway, they're like, oh, well, we need to contact the steakhouse. And I'm like, that's calling you now just to let you know like, hey, it's, it's actually on your end that you have to fix something now. Um, the lady wouldn't fucking answer. She it was so hard, man. But it got settled last night, thankfully. Oh, and I am not doing that shit anymore. I'm sticking just to leather books and just stuff that I can take control of because that was wild. It man. was worth a try. Worth a try. You but, know, you're trying to go international. Yeah, and I'm a know? one man shop too, dude. That's yeah. the hardest thing. Is just like you know, like I'm. Oh yeah. I just I want to just do what's best, and like that situation just got so fucking hairy. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't want to make anything like that anymore. Yeah, I've already <laughs> uh, been scammed a few times. That yeah, I know that's of. fucking. Yeah, thankfully I didn't get scammed, but it did feel like it, dude. My hairs were just rising. The little hair that I have left on my arms, and I was just <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> so now we're we're here in Austin. What's happened over the last twelve months? A lot, dude. Right? Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's so much. And it's ongoing. Not to mention, we're not even going to get into it, but the gossip and the drama in Ooh, this fucking town. It's so spicy. It makes that, what's that, 20 in Austin, the kid show? The 20, hey, there's a kid over there. We can ask him. What's it called? 20, <laughs> 20 something? I didn't see it. It's on Netflix. But what's it called? 20, 20 something. It's like a 
some so bullshit. Twenty Austin twenty something. Some, yeah, there. I think that there people are simulating what they see on TV with gossip and all these reality shows and stuff, and they're trying to apply that to their real lives. Oh my with, god! With this fake drama and this bullshit, it doesn't work. It don't work. I mean, do you gotta be real or get the fuck out? Please, dude? I hate fake shit, dude. Just like. Well, not only that. I don't I, know. Some fakeness, it, 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 well, it's, yeah. it comes and goes. And, you kind of have to fine, have a little fakeness. But it's the people that are constantly creating a dialogue amongst each other that's disenfranchising and splitting everybody That's the perfect part. Way, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why are you doing that? You know, like, Well, they're doing that because they're not funny. Uh, so they that's just gotta what do happens. something else. And they gotta okay. stay relevant. And well, that's if you funny. bring up their names, yeah, <laughs> but they don't know. Like I've yeah, seen dude, the no long idea. game in this thing for so many years now that these people. You ever see? It's like you put a tourniquet around your neck and you're just squeezing your own muse. Yeah, every week, just, just one a little wrench, a little tighter. You're not. You gotta hit the tighter. canvas. You gotta get up and cut that leather. Yeah. You got to cut the fucking leather. Cut it. Cut it. And then tan it and cut a hole in it and staple a chicken breast to it. Or a nutsack, you know. You can put nutsack. Speaking of, you've a seen, coin purse. You've seen Boomer's asshole. Oh, plenty. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The first day I saw that was on Thanksgiving Day. So. Oh, you know. really? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. didn't somebody make a demand? I had kind of... As I do, I like to bring it up yeah. consistently. Uh, I it's think become a bit may of have been Robbie. in my personal life. Robbie May was like drooling over it. He was like, I need to see it again. I Robbie it. thinks it's a butter tart. He was like, is, that, is this a scratch and sniff picture? <laughs> Can I sniff it? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about... We had uh, You had three Canadians over at an American Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude, that was wild. Yeah, it was wild and for us. he cut the fucking turkey for yeah. us too, you know? like He did it right. You know, I was so fucking high that day. I didn't... Were you? I couldn't cut the turkey. No. I was like holding the knife and looking at it and I was like, Maybe like I was gonna carve like a like a jack o' lantern style. I was gonna yeah. get artistic with it. Yeah. Someone take the knife from me, please. I was gonna like sew some pages on this fucking turkey. Just I was gone, dude. Robbie is bragging about that today. Really? You know, yeah, it's yeah. a big deal for uh, somebody to cut the turkey. Yeah, I'm glad that he took the reins because I don't think anybody would have eaten if I took that knife. It would have been a disaster. No, Robbie would have ate anything. Yeah, if it those, fell on the floor, he's those like, oh, two. Wow. First of all, you've got Jared Nathan and Robbie Stevenson who clearly have no self control over food, and you guys <laughs> had about. I don't know four different pies. There was a bunch lot of cake, of a lot food. of desserts, dude. The and desserts. When those were, guys pow! looked at the desserts, you could see their they the tears. Yeah, they were just like oh. it made me happy. Oh, yeah. the best part was the whipped cream, and I was like, Jared, how much you want? Just a little bit, yeah. and I was like, or he said, just a little bit, bit, yeah. And then I didn't stop, and his eyes got wider, and I was like, I'm just gonna keep fucking yeah. Douse his place in foam. He didn't dude. say no. He loved it. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, He's half whipped cream. <laughs> but we had uh, <laughs> what day is the Thanksgiving in the U.S.? I don't even. It's like the twenty fifth yeah. or something. The Canadian ones a few months earlier. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they were telling me that when they showed up. Yeah. Uh there's been, uh, you know, I don't know. That was fun though, dude. It was really cool. We, I mean, we got to record that little. A little snippet of some mm -hmm. conversations and everything, but I mean, it was pretty funny to see to. Well, first of all, 
the three of us in your house, your family was all very nice. And uh, honestly, we were all kind of gushing on the way home on how, like, we really reflected on ourselves and how fucked up our homes are now. <laughs> oh, we're all shit. like, man, wow, everyone was happy there. <laughs> no one spit uh, on anybody. No, we were really happy to have you, man. You know, it was like, great. Yeah, that's a, that made it really awesome for everybody. Just It was a real gamble because, uh, you know, I had to invite and then... You know, I said, I got these two rodeo clowns I got these with two me. dudes with me, and I'm like, all right, just bring them by, bro. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's the whole thing with the Mexican it, family, though. You know, if someone says... I love it. You always just bring a one or, like, 12. You know, it's all good. <laughs> we got food. No, I've seen the <laughs> yeah. backyard parties in oh, California. Dude. Yeah. All Holy sudden, shit. Yeah, the fucking raza be outside, dude. Yeah. I mean, growing up in I'm South far. Texas, that was, like, the best part of it, man. Just fucking party. Yeah. Barbecue every night. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought like, it was a kid's birthday, but it's kind of a, on the regular. Yeah, like, you, you just pretty get much together a bunch you, of meat and barbecue. Yeah, you celebrate mm. life basically. Smells great. <laughs> yeah. I or the Cowboys feel, game. I that, think they kind of because I stare at them because <laughs> it smells so good. Oh yeah, so they think I'm a, a weird. Uh, they don't know I'm a white guy from Canada. Uh, this is just like who's this guy? Who's this crazy yeah, yeah, gringo? Yeah. I bump, but what I'm really trying to do is communicate with like, them to give me some. Yeah, Some well, of this stuff I haven't in the even cooked. You know, you gotta come over sometime, dude. I know. I'm I've always seen your Instagram whipping up steaks, and usually I'm just by myself munching yeah. on that shit, dude. Just come by. You're out Pflugerville. How about I come pick you up, and then yeah. we go out there? Yeah, I'm gonna ride my bike. How long would it take me to ride to Pflugerville? About an hour, probably. On a bicycle? Probably, dude. I think longer. Longer? I think two. Maybe. No. I don't to know. Flukerville. We're, we're going to find out because we're actually... Uh, we should just practice that shit because, yeah. You can't. Tell them because I, I can't even say the words yet. We're going <laughs> to ride our bicycles from Waco, Texas to Austin, Texas on Google Maps. It says yeah. it's just over 10 hours. Yeah, Google Maps is just about this long. Yeah, but this it's mean, crazy. This means 10 hours, yeah. so that's 10 hours right there. It's a 10-hour bike <laughs> ride. It's going to be fine. It's not like a 16-hour yeah. walk. Yeah, it'd be 900,000 steps, by the way, from Toronto. Fuck walking. Hamilton. It was unbearable. You, you ever uh, you use a rubber mallet? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, put your, put your toes like on the edge of a table <laughs> and then take the mallet. And smash them. And, and every time you step, you smash one toe. Okay. Toe, and then walk and smash, smash one toe. Walk and smash And that and walk was and smash. the last five hours of a walk that was 16. It was terrible, but yeah. the bicycle ride is going to be fine. I hope we, we find some downhill. Downhill. We are going to find some uphill, too, though. Yeah. It's going to be fucking awesome, dude. And not to mention, once we figure the best route, we'll we'll find some restaurants and stuff to dip into. Yeah, we'll just stop by and terrorize out. the fuck out of them, all sweaty and when people stinky. are riding down the street, gonna, yeah, anyway, it's, <laughs> it's, we should get all... I just want to get bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah, I, I heard that stuff is like the ultimate COVID destroyer. So we got to go get some of that venom. Some snake bites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking <sighs> in the neck. Fuck it. That would be... Uh... <laughs> I saw. I, it came up in my head because I saw that movie Holes. You remember that movie? You, Holes? Holes. Uh, fucking, it, it was like a book and then the, the kids go to like this like detention camp and they had, anyways, the lady like painted her nails with some rattlesnake venom and slashed some dude's face. I was always just curious if that shit would actually work because, like, venom would actually just dry out and die at some point, I guess. I don't know. I thought my mind wandered. I was thinking about Venom and Spider-Man. 
I want to see that movie so bad. I, I watched it. It's decent. But uh, I think my camera's about to die. We're going to stop this.